Hey everybody, Chris Chipman, aka The Chippa here, with another Salem Horror Fest 2020 film review. Um, this review is for the film The Strings, which actually had its world premiere at Salem Horror Fest 2020 this year. Um, the film was directed by Ryan Glover. It stars Tegan Johnson and Jenna Schaefer. Um, before I get into it, you know, uh, if you're enjoying uh, this review, or if you enjoy this review when it's over, please go back and watch my other coverage from Salem Horror Fest so far. Um, I have a review of Pape Ramirez versus Giant Scorpions um, out, which is from the Horror Fest this year. That was, I think, celebrating its East Coast premiere, if not its world premiere as well. Um, and also, uh, go back and check out Mass Hysteria review. Um, that was a film produced by Kay Lynch, one of the heads um, and founders of Salem Horror Fest. Um, a great, great person. Uh, they um, they do great things for the city of Salem and have not um, been met necessarily with the most open arms by some groups um, because they are for what's right in the world, human rights and political activism, and that doesn't necessarily rub a lot of people the right way. So you should definitely check out Salem Horror Fest, support Kay Lynch and the whole group, and, um, you know, you're hearing this right now. Um, I'm hoping to have this released while the Horror Fest is still going on. So get on there and check out. There's over 100 hours of films, podcasts, panels, um, Q&As, all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, and these movie premieres are really, really awesome so far. Um, so The Strings, Ryan Glover directed, starring Tegan Johnson. Tegan Johnson, um, I, I forget, I don't have it in front of me, but Tegan Johnson is in a band in real life. Um, she's an excellent musician, and she actually wrote the music for and performs the music live, I think, for the entirety um, of this film. It's a bit of a musical comedy. Uh, not musical comedy, sorry, musical horror. There is nothing really funny about this. Um, musical horror film, and I'll get into why that is. Um, this film, it uh, I believe, was filmed in Prince Edward Island, right in the shores of Prince Edward Island. Um, she says she's leaving Quebec and going to Prince Edward Island. Um, the idea is Tegan, um, playing Catherine, is a musician. Um, and she's a musician who it looks like is going, uh, maybe hit some writer's block. Um, they, they set up that she's got a lot going on in her life. She's leaving her boyfriend and going out on her own to this remote cabin that she's working her way towards that her um, aunt owned. And she used to spend a lot of time there as a kid, and she's hoping to either cure the writer's block or create something new. She um, has phone calls with her manager, um, Skype or Zoom calls with her friend from back home. That kind of keeps her in check. Um, but as a lot of movies where someone goes to a remote area to attempt to um, work out their art, um, she starts to drink a lot, starts to get frustrated, starts to have issues with it, starts seeing weird stuff happening. She brings a photo with her. It's the one thing of hers that is in her music equipment that she brings and makes sure she hangs up that is a thing from her personal life and that photo begins to move on the wall on its own she starts hearing weird noises starts seeing weird things um and meets up with a friend that i guess she had done a photo shoot with um earlier and it's a friend that she um is attracted to um they note this um th this woman uh played by jenna schaefer um she says to her friend, you know, on the phone, yeah, you know, maybe it got a little flirty before, but I was in a relationship, but, you know, now I'm not. Um, they get to uh, together um, to do a photo shoot. And before I get into that, 
Um, I want to talk about the opening shots of the film. Now, I will say this movie, um, if you guys are looking for a, you know, non-stop horror thrill ride with jump scares and, you know, things a minute, this is not that kind of film. This is a slow burn mood piece. This movie is as much about the atmosphere of the surrounding location as it is, a, as, as it is about Catherine's um, mental stability or lack thereof and breakdown and how that might um, drive her music. Um, you know, so there are horrific elements, there's scary shit, but it's a lot more in line with a film like maybe The Witch or, um, some of the, like, 70s, you know, slow burn, like, mess with your head kind of movies, um, than, you know, uh, a slasher film or a paranormal activity, you know, jump scares a minute kind of a thing. Um, it also doesn't fully explain itself, and I'll talk about that a little bit here as well, um. So spoiler alert for the strings as I get into it, but, um, it's, it's stuck with me forever, you know, like, like the best movies of this genre. I've been thinking about it ever since. So the movie opens with a guy holding a toolbox with blood on his hands and it's at this beautiful landscape, um, near a, uh, near a lighthouse on the beach in Prince Edward Island. And there's these really long mood shots and pans. And he's standing there um, looking at the water. The camera pans 180 and then cuts to him with his arms out in like a crucifix um, form. And then he walks off into the water. Movie proper starts. And later on, when Tegan meets up, sorry, when Catherine meets up with her friend for the photo shoot, she said, okay, I was going to try to impress you with remembering this, but I'll just bring up, you know, Google or Wikipedia and read. I'm taking you to this abandoned farm. Um, the, I think, I think what she said, it was a, basically a murder suicide. No, it was a, it was the guy murdered his wife, maybe intentionally, maybe unintentionally. The toolbox fell off the roof, hit his wife in the head and killed her. And he eventually disappeared. Um, and so that kind of ties in with the opening shot. They go to this farm, they take a bunch of photos, nothing weird happens while we're there taking the photos with them, but she shares the photos with Catherine and Catherine's looking through them and sees some weird things. Um, the first weird thing she sees is what looks like it might be a string, um, holding onto her arm in one of the photos. Um, does that tie in with the hands out in the crucifix type form? It definitely mirrored um, the hands across America stuff from us. I love that imagery of like a shot behind someone with their hands out. It's very creepy. Um, she then is watching a video that um, was taken when she was twirling. Um, or she was twirling and taking a selfie video on her face. And you see Jenna Schaefer's character in the background with her hands out the same way. So what's going on? What's controlling these people? Or what, what is it? Um, so weirder stuff starts going on in her house. She's working on her music. She has writer's block. The live performances of the industrial house looped music that, um, Catherine is doing are fascinating. This is why it's a bit of a horror musical because the movie actually slows down to give you these moments, which, um, I, I find is fascinating. It really helps set the mood. And if you start paying attention to how she acts and what she's listening to and what she's singing in these scenes, it, the movie is piecing together 
the song that plays at the end of the film, which is really the thing that ties it all together um, thematically. It doesn't tie it together by really explaining anything that happened, but it ties it together thematically. So she starts getting really paranoid notes that she doesn't remember her grandmother's cottage ever having a basement, which is a both a fun little red herring and also, well, that's creepy. How would you not remember something like that? Um, a cool thing with the Q&A with the director is he notes that this was his family's cottage and the uh, basement didn't get added until he was much older, like a teenager, and he would often sleep and stay in it. And a lot of the horrific things, the creepy things that happened in this movie, he actually witnessed there. So it's a bit strange catharsis, the moving photo, the seeing a shape in the middle of the night. So she starts getting met by waking up and hearing things rummaging around in the house. She wakes up and sees a shape staring at her. Um, may or may not look like the guy um, from the beginning of the movie. She sees a random person walking on the beach, and since this is a remote, snowy area that's normally a summer area, seeing someone on the beach is a bit stark and scary and frightening. She's kind of alone in all of this. Um, she meets back up with Jenna for a little show that she's doing, um, takes her back and starts playing more of the song. Jenna stays the night. And when she wakes up in the middle of the night, she sees Jenna on the side of the bed telling someone, yes, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll take care of it. Yes. What does that mean? We don't know. Camera pans over kind of like the shot in Insidious where you see um, the ba- the demon in Insidious for the first time and the black figure is sitting there talking to her. She then jumps back up awake and um, realizes that Jenna is gone and can't find her. Um, follows the, uh, you know pieces of like her gloves her boot and stuff down to the ocean maybe she went and took a swim just like the guy at the beginning comes back goes to uh, and the night before also during all of this when she can't find her she um strips down stark naked outside the place in the freezing cold takes a shower and kind of stands creepily in front of the house all of this imagery is is it's very crazy and it all builds to her getting to the basement and seeing jenna trying to hang herself And she's got her arms straight out like the guy at the beginning. She goes and gives Jenna a hug after seeing the guy, the dark figure in the corner. The thing under her feet kicks out from under her. She starts to hang. She tries to save her. But then they fall. I believe a beam that she was hanging off of falls and kills Jenna. We see the pool of blood around her head. Now, after this moment, the movie cuts to Catherine all of a sudden with a ton of confidence in her face not looking as um, like bleak and upset and down on herself as she's been for the rest of the movie, confidently playing a live show with an accompanying pianist. And she had said how she was kind of going off on a solo thing. She's got this accompanying pianist. And if you listen to the words of the song, it's the song that she's been writing for the majority of the time. And she keeps repeating in this really cool, like indie rock, lots of, um, lots of reverb and distortion on the voice. Um, And I forget the exact words, but it's to the tune of, I saw the strings, I saw the strings, they took my friends, I saw the strings. And it's like, okay, and earlier in the movie she said she was listening to a lot of physics and string theory and trying to get those things to um, inform her music. So, it ends up with a weird, melancholy, like, bittersweet moment because she's up on stage and she's performing and you're so happy for her, but Jenna died. What happened there? 
Like, is there an investigation? Does anyone know? Is she just back there in the cottage and Catherine is outperforming? And, like, it was that moment of horror and catharsis, the removal of her final distraction. She talks a lot about trying to get away from her distractions and they followed her along. Is Jenna's character the last distraction that she needed is like a deal with the devil kind of thing. Like I'll take care of these distractions and then you can perform music. What is it all saying? Um, I don't know, but it was fascinating and I will talk about it for long periods of time. Um, Hey, you know, Brian, the director or, um, uh, you know, Tegan or Jenna, if you're listening to this, you want to come on a show and talk about the movie. I would love to discuss this further because this movie is incredibly professionally shot for for a, for a little low budget indie flick. It's really professionally acted. Um, all of you just did a bang up job. The editing is fantastic. Um, and for a movie that's you know, I guess oh, a movie that reminded me a lot of was a ghost story. The um, from the director of the uh, recent Pete's Dragon remake. The ghost story starring uh, Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara, I believe. It had very, it was very moody. It was very much just about how these people's lives are being affected by what's going on around them. And I'm just really taken aback. And also, it's creepy as hell. It left, you know, there's images from this movie burned into my brain that I'm not going to be able to remove for quite some time. Um, Bang up job. Uh, Thank you so much for... um, offering it at Salem Horror Fest. Thank you, Salem Horror Fest, for giving me the ability to watch this film and talk to all of you about it. Um, so get on over, get a Salem Horror Fest, um, you know, weekend pass, find the weekend day of this weekend or next that this movie is playing, or get an all-access pass, and then you can watch this whenever. Um, but you've got to see the strings. Highly recommended. Salem Horror Fest 2020. This has been The Chippa. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye-bye.